0: And welcome to the Scoop podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop Market Echo Camp. Joining us today on the podcast is dare I say a friend, a person in ag retail that I have learned so much from and always shares great insights and honest feedback, a previous retailer of the year is how we got to know each other and that is Amy Osmus from Osmus Farm Supply. Amy, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, Margie. This will be
0: fun. This will be fun. So we're going to let listeners in on one of our conversations, which can be meandering, insightful, provocative, all of the above, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's all
0: of the above. Sometimes it's all of the above. <laughs> sometimes so it's a- beyond. Yeah. Amy, just to get kicked off, tell our listeners a little bit about Osmus Farm Supply and also about your role at the business.
1: Well, Osmus Farm Supply is uh, one of the great family owned independent ag retailers in the US. Uh, we cover North Central Iowa and Southern Minnesota. We have five different stores that we work out. Um, I I wear many, many hats at Osmus Farm Supply. Um, Primarily in the operations part, I oversee the back office, make sure everything's running smoothly. Um, I am a certified crop advisor, so I do have the agronomy background. Um, But my passion really is in external relations, where um, I get to go out into the industry and meet the great people in ag. I get to work with the agencies, work with the Weed Science Societies and certified crop advisors. it's just, it's just where I love to be talking to people and, and learning things about the industry.
0: So Amy, you mentioned you are a CCA, but your background isn't necessarily in agriculture. You didn't necessarily grow up in ag and you married into AFS. So tell us a little bit about your, you were a graphic designer by training, and then you joined this family and this business. Yeah, I've I've had an interesting background. So
1: (laughs) when I started at Iowa State University, I had to get my plug in there for Iowa State. Um, I actually started in aerospace engineering um, and then this little event happened like a space shuttle blowing up and I decided, you know, maybe I didn't want to be into aerospace engineering. Uh, So I switched to graphic design because I've always loved design and really engineering is just a sophisticated source of of design. Um, So I went to graphic design, met my husband, fell in love, you know, ended up in the middle of nowhere um, where I worked at the local newspaper which is cut and paste and pretty much no graphic design at that point. This was in the late 80s. Um, So I did that for a while until I decided I was going to go back to school, maybe teach in a small area. Um, But no, no, I got pregnant. I had three kids (laughs) and then kind of just got pulled in bits by bits into Asmus Farm Supply until it was apparent that I couldn't really get away. I tried to. I became a correctional officer at the Winnebago County Jail. And I was a 911 dispatcher. So uh, 911 doesn't really throw me off anymore. We just deal with it. But uh, I didn't know anything about farming. I mean, there was a cornfield in my backyard growing up and that's about as far as I got. Um, But so I, I was seeking out ways of learning, the agronomy without leaving home because I had three kids at home and a family and my husband was running a business. And so I looked to the certified crop advisor program, actually, because they have a great set of performance objectives. And I just went through the performance objectives and learned what I needed to learn. I passed the test. And for those of you out there that can't pass it the first time, I didn't either. I took it twice. So um So yeah, I I kind of was self-taught agronomist. And then uh, I had to reach out to a lot of stakeholders in agronomy. I worked a lot with Iowa State University Extension. I worked with the Certified Crop Advisor Program, American Society of Agronomy, the Weed Science Society, and really set up this group of stakeholders that mentored me into the space I wanted to be. So once I learned all of it, my passion for external relations and working with stakeholders really kept me involved with those stakeholders and and those mentors in the industry. And so it kind of just kept growing and people kept hearing my name. And so I ended up in a lot of places that uh, as a four-year-old little girl, when I just wanted to be a princess, uh, I didn't think I'd end up at. That's Awesome.
0: So we were first introduced, what was it? Oh, five or six years ago when you guys were named the Ag Retailer of the Year by ARA. And congratulations on being part of that awesome group in our industry. But also, could you share a little bit about how you yourself have been involved in ARA?
1: Well, ARA was one of those partners in the industry. Um, I actually didn't know a whole lot about them um, from the Osmus Farm Supply side until I was in D.C. with the Certified Crop Advisor group. And uh, they met with this group of people that was the Ag Retailers Association. They said, are you members? And I said, no, I don't even know who you are. (laughs) And they said, well, we think you should be a member. So, you know. As a nod to industry, I came back to my husband and said, Oh, these people want us to be a member. You know, it's probably advantageous if we just become a member. So let's pay our membership. So <laughs> that's how I actually learned about the Ag Retailers Association and became a member. Of course, me, I'm I'm the quiet, silent type. Um, so <laughs> um eventually it got to the point where um I was involved in ARA, going to meetings, going to the annual meeting, uh, meeting people. A lot of my friends were in ARA, so I was eventually asked to become a board member. So I served on the board. And while I, I was on the board, I was chair of member services and chair of the sustainability subcommittee um, after that, they asked me to become a part of the executive committee. So now I serve as their vice chair, and uh, will be chair of ARA in twenty four
0: and twenty five. And the fir- first female chair of ARA, correct? Um, of ARA, not the not the predecessor organizations. Right, right.
1: Um, yeah, I think I will be the first one of. ARA, but there was other female leaders when they were the fertilizer and grain right. or wherever they came from. I should know right. the history if I'm going to be the chair, right?
0: <laughs> Close enough. So Amy, what do you think has been the biggest benefit or return on investment for the time that you've spent with ARA and in, our, in ARA that you've brought back to Rake, Iowa, and you've brought back to AFS?
1: There's, I mean, there's several areas of benefit. For me, of course, I go to that development of relationships and of other people in the industry. Um, I need those external partnerships and stakeholders to make my business work. ARA is the perfect safe setting to bring us all together in the industry. We agree to an antitrust statement so we can work on our industry together. And not necessarily in our businesses when, when we're there, we, you know, as retail members, we compete on the acre, but we're partners in
0: the field. Yeah. And that's really well said. Great place to go. Yeah. And great people and great networking. So what do you want all of our listeners, every ag retailer to know about ARA?
1: I think it's it's a it's a take on that you know I don't think that any ag retailer can or should do it all alone. We need to work together on regulatory issues. We need to have those friendships that we can share our joys and concerns at about the industry. Um, we need a place really to to springboard innovation in ag retail, and I think that ARA can can do that for us, you know, a lot of people ask what's, you know, what's the biggest opportunity in ag retail coming up? And I think that we need to sit in a room and talk about those things because we actually create the possibilities of our biggest opportunities. If we just kept going the way we're going, you know, Let other people bring in the tech and introduce what they think uh, production should be. Um, You know, we're going to get led to where we need to go. I think, you know, being a part of this group gives us the opportunity to discuss some of the issues that we face and move forward to create the possibilities that are the best for our growers and our businesses.
0: Now, Amy, just switching a little bit into a conversation specific about your business there at AFS. So maybe just in the last year, what has been the biggest challenge for you and your team? Definitely workforce development.
1: I think that, you know, we, every year we face challenges around our business, but. I always tell people, you know, AFS is who AFS is because of our people, because of the dedication of the, you know, wonderful employees that we have. And it's been so hard this last year or two to really um, find good workers. You know, we're out in pretty much the middle of nowhere. And so to find professional people and agronomists that want to move away from the city and, and move away from some of those things that they are um, used to having as conveniences is, is really hard. So the question that we have to ask ourselves is, how do we develop the workforce that already has ties to our, our area? And want to develop a passion for ag and production. Um, that's tough for us.
0: Kind of tailing tail on that is what makes you most proud about your team at AFS? Oh, I have the best
1: team. People at ARA probably get tired of me saying, I'll put my team up against yours any day. <laughs> but um what I'm most proud about is. One, you know, it's a family business. And so Harlan, it's easy for Harlan and I to treat the business like it's our own because it is. Um, our agronomists also do that. They treat the business like it's their own. They make decisions that are good for the business, good for the growers. They just really, truly become partners with our I mean, you call them customers, but with our growers and with our community and and with the area, we just, I just am so proud of them, the way they handle themselves. They work with growers and, you know, they really
0: contribute to the production of corn and soybeans in our area. They're great. So I know there are several more topics that you're particularly passionate about, whether it be stewardship, also some of the technology that's coming for farmers and putting all those tools in the toolbox. So when you step back and you look at what's to come for farmers and AFS as their advisor, what gets you most excited?
1: What gets me most excited? I think it's the challenge. Um, and I think that's what what keeps our good agronomists excited as well. It's not the same old saying, same old thing. There's not a prescription for success. There's um just a possibility for the opportunities to really grow this thing. Technology is great. You know, we've had technology for many, many years. They introduced new things, you know. It's getting a lot of play nowadays, um, but the the production technology is always growing. And I think technology needs, needs a good head behind it. <laughs> when we apply it, when we take the data from the technology that we use in production and reapply that into making decisions for the next year. Um, so technology is, is pretty exciting. Um, what are the opportunities out there? We don't even know yet. And how can we make things better? I know at Osimus Farm Supply we have worked a lot with Ambac on their SIMPAS system. Um, we've you know looked at at several other systems, but one thing in technology I really kind of like to explore as well is the technology of our business. You know, we have the technology of production and that and that always has interesting possibilities. but How do we make it safer in the warehouse for our guys? Can we put in a bulk pumping system that doesn't require them to be hands-on and in in the middle of it? Um, What are some of the other opportunities we have in technology to make our business better? How do we better communicate with our customers and growers so that we're there when they need us and we can get them answers, you know, what kind of a a portal do we put in so that they have access to their business papers whenever they need them. If they need to look up an invoice at midnight, at least they're not calling my phone, (laughs) but we're still providing that service for them. So, you know, we have production technology, which is exciting, but we also have business technology and different ways that we can become better partners with our our growers. And I think that is also very exciting to um, kind of look to the future and see what that could look like someday.
0: Well, again, we are just scratching the surface. So I might have to have you back on the podcast, but I do like to wind up every po- or wrap up every podcast with a kind of a lightning round. So three questions, that you can answer personally or professionally, but usually have a little bit shorter of answers, okay? And these are rotating set, so I always change them. So next time you're on, they'll be different anyway. But my first one for you, Amy Osmus, is what's the most used app on your phone? The Osmus Farm Supply Portal app.
1: <laughs> and, and it's probably the weather channel, sorry. <laughs> no, that's fair. Okay, so Amy. What keeps you up at night? Keeping my employees happy
0: and keeping my customers profitable. So we benchmark so much in agriculture on every crop year. So when we look back at 2023, what do you think we're going to say?
1: it's probably the same thing we say every year starts out tough, but man, we made it through, didn't we? <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> it starts off tough, but we made it through. We made it through this podcast. So Amy, if folks want to connect with Osmus Farm Supply, what direction would you point them in either on social or across the internet? So we are
1: on all kinds of social platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, a bunch of them. Uh, We do have a webpage as well, uh, afschem.com, or we have a bunch of really great people. I bet you haven't heard that yet in this podcast. So, so uh, reach out by phone or email to any of our people and I can guarantee you will have a wonderful experience.
0: Well, Amy, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for so often telling me yes when I ask for your time. And that concludes our time today on the podcast. I'm Margie Echelkamp, editor of The Scoop. You can find us on Twitter at Farmers Advisor or www.thedailyscoop.com. Until we are back on the podcast together, I wish everyone a safe and productive growing season.